welcome to the NSFW Photography Podcast, where we explore the art and business of erotic photography. We bring you in-depth interviews with photographers and models who push the boundaries of sexual expression through their work. We'll delve into their creative processes, the challenges they face, and the ways they're shaping the industry. Whether you're a photographer or model looking to expand your portfolio or simply a fan of erotic art, this is the podcast for you. So join us as we journey into the sensual side of photography and discover the beauty, intimacy, and empowerment that comes with it. Today, we're interviewing Octavia Dior. Octavia is 22 years old and located in Baltimore, Maryland. She has been a model for one year and four months and gained a lot of experience since then shooting up to erotic. She typically models around the DMV area, but coming up in 2023, she's looking to expand and shoot outside the area. Welcome to part two of our interview with Octavia Dior. Check out part one for her background and how she got into nude and erotic photography. You had mentioned in our original discussion that you wanted to discuss lingerie. This is a subject that I know almost nothing about, but it's pretty common in glamour and erotic photography. So I'd like to start by defining lingerie because, and, I, and, and this feels like it's a pornography to quote a senator from the 80s. You know it when you see it. But there's there's things that are considered parts of lingerie that I was kind of surprised and blur the line into sleepwear as well. So I went on a site called Lingerie Diva, and they have an amazing list of lingerie, which I don't think I'm going to list out here, but I think it's too much, and I think it'd be really boring. But I did want to pull out some of these guys to talk about. Do you have any corsets? Corsets. Corsets. I can pronounce it correctly. Yes, I do. How do you feel about those? Are those a... Are those a hmm, how do we approach this? Maybe the right maybe the right way is not to ask you about each individual one. How does that? That's not very interesting. Uh, how about let's not. I'm gonna actually say the. I'm gonna start the other way. I'm gonna ask you rather than list these off. Are there any types of laundry that photographers? So okay, hold on. Let me restart. <laughs> so I have a list of laundry here from Laundry Diva, and rather than list off all of them and go down them, I'm curious, Octavia, from your perspective. What types of lingerie are most commonly requested by photographers? So the most commonly requested by photographers would be the teddy bodysuits, the bras, the bralette, of course, panties. Some of them require or they would ask about body stocking, but not many of them will ask about them. So... The teddies is a is a one piece, all in one piece, and there I saw that they were called both teddies and bodysuits. Right. So what 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 interesting teddies or bodysuits have you seen then? Oh, I'm sorry. You said what interesting ones I have? I yeah, interesting ones. Like what are <laughs> what makes what makes a teddy or bodysuit more interesting to a photographer? I would probably have to. I would probably have to choose maybe the lacing of it would probably be different some bodysuits are more exposing of than you know different ones of course so hmm. yeah, yeah so let's go back actually to your you mentioned in the last episode that one of your favorite pictures was in a bodysuit that was tan and black so yeah. for anybody following along online it does it say it says october 17th is when it was posted so you can yes. go back to octavia Dior's instagram october 17th it appears to be a set of panties that have like windows in the front with some chains across the side and a almost chainmail like front piece that just covers your front and then is attached to the panties in the back. Mm -hmm. So is it actually chainmail? What's the material that it's made of? So the top was actually like 
it was definitely metal. Mm-hmm. It was it was like a chain like material. The bottoms, of course, you could see the chains on the side, but the underwear itself was elastic. Mm. Yeah, and it looks so from the front. It almost looks like two pieces. It looks like there's a mm-hmm. chainmail top and a panty bottom, but given that they're connected, that's what makes it a teddy or a bodysuit, right? Yes. That's interesting. Yeah, because from the front, they look completely unconnected. They're only connected in the back. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. You mentioned body stockings as well. What what are there, What types of material are body stockings made out of? I know the pretty obvious one is mesh, right? Like a big, wide yep. open mesh. You have mesh, you have lace, and I believe you also have, they call it fishnets. Hmm. What's this? What's the difference between a fishnet and a mesh? Mesh is more like a material. It's like material you want to use to cover something, but you don't want to cover it fully. And a fishnet is basically literally fishnets. Like it has holes. In it. So oh. it's going to show more than mesh. Yeah, I see that you've got quite a few of what I guess I would call fishnet. Is that a pretty common request for you? Or do you just happen to have a lot of... No. I just happen to have the fishnet. I don't have a lot of requests on fishnet though. How about, so you mentioned bras, bralettes, and panties. Uh, do a lot of photographers request that as the as the, the outfit they'd like to see you in? Yes. Mm, what makes a bra or a panty interesting for the purposes of shooting nude or erotic work? So basically, it'll we can start off like wearing it, of course, but I guess it, it eases you into the shoot more. Like when you start with a bralette, like you can take a couple photos with that on and then eventually you can tease a little bit and then eventually take it off. And then, you know, that'll lead into your new, you know, photo shoot or your erotic photo shoot. So it's basically like a little tease. Mm -hmm. All right. Have you ever had anybody ask you about wearing a corset or bustier? I have not. Mm, do you have any that, uh, well, I guess rather than ask that the right question would be, do you, do, do any photographers typically ask you to list out what lingerie you have so they can choose it? Or do they come to you with a specific ask at the beginning? So nine times out of 10, they'll ask me what kind of lingerie I have and what colors I have. And it will go from there. Do you, do you maintain like a, like an Excel spreadsheet or something with all the various <laughs> items you have that you can paste into a message or something? Yeah, actually I have, I have something like that in my notes where I can, where I can just copy <laughs> and paste it. Yeah. Like I've been asked this enough times that I think. Yes. I it comes to. in handy. How about another popular one that I don't think I see in your portfolio at all is garter belts and stockings. Is that something that you just don't have? Or is it actually, I guess I do see there's at least one with a stocking. Is that something you yeah. don't get requested very often? Or is it something you don't have? It does not get requested very often. So I do not have them, but I do want to get into stockings, like shooting with stockings and garter belts. But one thing about garter belts, like some of them can be very confusing to put on. So I don't even, you know, I don't even want to go through all that, but that is something that <laughs> I... <laughs> I eventually will purchase in the future. That's funny. All right. So I did notice when I was looking over all these various types is there's a couple different types of coverage. Some provide full coverage, you know, everything is hidden. And frankly, for some of them, some of the more sleepwear type ones, they cover 
And in fact, kind of like the one you wore for our shoot, you wore a black satin robe or something like that. Then you also get the sheer or the partial coverage, like you talked about the mesh and the fishnets. And then there's the cutouts, bras with no cups, where it's just an underwire and a little bit of a shelf or panties with no crotch. Which one of these tends to be the most popular among photographers? The popular ones, it's so it all depends on what they want to shoot. So the ones with a little more coverage, they'll probably want to shoot, you know, lingerie or something along those lines. But the ones that show more will probably be the ones, you know, the bralettes with the undercover, with the wire and the underwear with the with the piece missing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I answered the question. I'm sorry. When you, well, okay, let's, let's try it from a different route. Mm-hmm. When a photographer says they want to shoot lingerie, are they usually talking about something with full coverage or are they trying to get some sheer partial coverage? Uh, okay. So when they ask to shoot lingerie, they would probably refer to something that has partial coverage. All right. And when you quote rates to a photographer, if you tell them a lot, I, I actually don't know if you do differing rates for differing levels, but if you did and you quoted lingerie, would you expect that everything would be covered or would you expect sheer to be included in that? I would expect... Probably sheer. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. It just all de- it it definitely all depends though. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get more requests for sheer or for, for like just not transparent or do you get any requests for the cutout style? I do not get any requests for the cutout style, but I have gotten requests in the past about the sheer. Right. That makes sense. All right. Also looking across all the different types of lingerie, there's a bunch of different materials involved. I mentioned that you've got a satin robe that you use. There's a lot of lace involved. There's a lot of mesh involved. Do you have any leather lingerie? Leather. I don't think I have any leather lingerie. I was actually, that's crazy how you brought that up because I was looking at some leather lingerie the other day online. Hmm. What type? So they have multiple types. They have like as in leather lingerie, they have the dresses, they have the, you know, the, what you want to say, like the bikini bottoms, they have the bras. I was personally looking at the dresses, the leather dresses. Leather dresses. Interesting. Yeah. So would it be, hmm, would a leather dress be better or would like a latex dress be better? Like, is it, I guess the leather doesn't stretch at all. So it basically has to fit you perfect right yeah it would probably be like a body con dress if you know what that is <laughs> i don't actually what's a, a body, body con, con dress? dress is basically a dress that fits your shape oh okay a tight fitting dress yeah and do they make them in a variety of shapes to fit yeah. people or? Yeah, they, yes they do interesting yeah i don't know anything about any of this stuff which <laughs> sometimes makes it harder as a photographer which is kind of why I was excited that you want to talk about this because yeah. it makes it difficult if you don't have the vocabulary and you don't know what specifically and you're like, oh, I kind of like this thing that so, but hmm. all right. So what's your favorite material? And is there, is it different in terms of what material to wear versus what material looks good on camera? So my personal favorite material to wear would probably have to be lace. I love lace. I love lingerie. So, and I love wearing lingerie. Is it because of the way it feels against your skin? Is it because of the way it looks? Yeah, the way it feels is very comfortable. The way it looks, I mean, all, I feel like all lingerie is beautiful. Also, I feel very comfortable wearing it. So that helps mm-hmm. a lot too. All right. How's lingerie sized? Is it 
do you have to be very specific? Is it sized or is it just general, like small to extra small, medium to large? I'm, I'm thinking more from a photographer's perspective, if they're looking at buying lingerie that they like for a model. What yeah, do they I need to look Lingerie is very specific. So it gets tricky at times. Like for example, I wear a small slash medium in regular clothes, mm-hmm. like shirts and pants. But for lingerie, when I purchase lingerie, I have to purchase it in extra small because hmm. I'm more on a smaller side fit in lingerie than, you know, than regular clothes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very touchy with lingerie because you never know. So that so so actually that leads right into one of my next questions. Are photographers ever provide lingerie for you to wear or do you provide the lingerie? Nine times out of 10, I provide the lingerie. Ever since I started shooting, I had only one photographer that provided the lingerie. And I was surprised to fit the lingerie. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that went uh, good. So, all right. So if a photographer has a specific look they want in lingerie, it's not too weird for them to purchase lingerie, but it sounds like it would be, you're going to have to be real careful about the sizing. Yes, you have to be careful about the sizing. And also the lingerie was brand new. Like nobody wanted. So you have to worry about that as well. So which part do you have to worry about for brand? Should I, I assume that it should be brand new and you probably should not? Yeah, no, <laughs> it definitely should. Yeah, I feel like personally it should be brand new. I don't think you would want to wear lingerie that another woman has worn. Even if it was washed, I probably wouldn't have worn it. But it was brand new. So I was like, you know, why not? And it fit me. So that's mm-hmm. why I wore it. All right. So that actually answers one of my next questions about, is it weird to keep it for the next model? It sounds like, yes, yes, it yes. is a weird yes, to is. keep it. If they have that specific lingerie, then it's with the sizing being weird. It sounds like they should buy it for the specific model and not necessarily just keep some, although I guess, unless they're ready to ready and willing to keep a number of sizes around. Exactly. Yeah. Cause every mm. model is different. Every model is shaped different. It has a different body composition. Like everything's different. So yeah. Oh, all right. Does all lingerie look good on camera? That's a tricky question. It depends on what lingerie you wear. Are there yeah, any where you've lingerie. been disappointed afterwards where you're like, you think the lingerie looks really good and then you get the pictures back and you're like, ooh, that maybe I shouldn't wear that one for pictures again? No, not really. Because most of the lingerie I do purchase, of course, I try it on and make sure I like it myself. And if it doesn't fit me the way I want it to fit me, I wouldn't wear it in a photo shoot. So. Nine times out of ten, when I did wear the lingerie, it looked good on photos. I just feel like it probably depends on what lingerie you wear, whether it's a two-piece or like a teddy or a bodysuit. It just all depends. All right. What types look best? I noticed looking over your portfolio, you've got a wide variety, like some that are strappy, some that are Mm -hmm. lacy, some that are metal, some that have like draping chains. Is there (laughs) anyone that you think just looks really the best on camera? I think personally for me, I think bodysuits look the best because the way that they shape a woman's body like you can see the curves more so i would i would definitely go with bodysuits yeah i do think the uh, like the robe tight can be mm-hmm. difficult to work with because it hides sometimes which is good like if you want to do like a peekaboo or peekaboo <laughs> peek- what the hell is it? <laughs> if you want to do a peekaboo or yeah. a teasing set then that can definitely work there but yeah like you said it tends to tends to hide more than it shows. How do you feel about the strappy ones? I see you've got 
like it looks like a red strappy two-piece set the strappy ones are actually one of my favorites as well it's just getting them on like i said sometimes they can be very tricky but once you got it on it's you know it's <laughs> like good. this thing's not coming off <laughs> <I spent laughs> right? it's getting it on yeah oh my god you spend so much time getting something on it's crazy crazy so is this is the the laundry that looks best on camera is that better for well hmm, how to phrase this question is yeah the lingerie that looks good on camera is that different than the lingerie that's actually better for use with your significant other i guess is some lingerie better for looking at than for using yeah some lingerie is better to look at than use at a photo shoot also i think it all depends on what you're shooting on whether you're shooting lingerie or nude because some lingerie show then you know than what you attend so it you know yeah it sounds like if you're doing for example like a teasing shoot you probably don't want to do the strappy lingerie because if that's a pain to get into maybe it's pain to get out of too right actually from what you described too the strappy lingerie sounds like it probably wouldn't be great for a date because it may be difficult to work around yep to get on and to get off yep that's correct Right, note to self, because I think strappy laundry looks great, but maybe I won't buy any for my wife. Is it worth it to pay for the fancier laundry for photo shoots, or is it better? I mean, I'm assuming that pretty much everybody's on a limited budget here, or is it better to have a whole bunch of cheaper stuff so you have a wider variety? Can you can you tell from the photographs whether it's more expensive or less expensive? No, I don't think you. I don't think you can tell. It depends how you wear it and who has it on. But personally, I have a mixture of cheap lingerie and expensive lingerie as long as it looks good to me i'm gonna buy it how do you figure out if it looks good do they let you try on lingerie and return it i assume you try it on over something else typically in stores i believe they do let you try on lingerie but nine times out of ten i shop online so Mm. like if it looks you know looks good online and the pictures look good i usually also i like i usually look at the reviews if they have good reviews and, you know, stuff like that, then I'll purchase it. And then what happens if it doesn't fit? Do you get to send it back? Yep. I send it back, try to exchange it for maybe a different size. And if I still don't like it, I'll just, you know, send it back and get a refund. Yeah. Somebody told me a couple months ago in an interview on the podcast that I was asking them how they build a wardrobe or how photographers typically you know, provide wardrobe clothing and how to afford that plus paying for a model plus paying for a studio. And she told me that a lot of photographers and a lot of models will buy stuff for a photo shoot and then return it afterwards. Now that certainly works for something like a dress or, but I don't think that really works really well for lingerie, I assume. Yeah, no, I don't think so either because it'll be hard to, it'll be hard to hide the tag. Well, that that was one thing that you can Photoshop out the tag or you can tuck yeah. it in. There are a couple of things you yeah. can do, but you're right. Depending on where the tag is, I'm, I've seen <laughs> the, most of the stores that I buy for stick it in the armpit. So I guess it's <laughs> probably because, although I guess you could put your arm down. You just like, why are, why are their arms always at their sides? Right. <laughs> but I mean, if you're on a budget, you know, by all means do that. That's fine. But personally, I don't, you know, I don't do it. So yeah. All right. For a new model, how would you recommend they try to build a lingerie collection if they like that, or they're getting a lot of requests for that? I assume based on what you said, it, it cheaper is better. 
Yep, cheaper is better. You can buy it in bulk. You can buy multiple pieces and get it for cheap. So, all right. So does that go for all from models or only lingerie? Personally, I would think it'll only be for lingerie. Huh. Um, I don't know what's the pricing for other, you know, other say if you wanted to shoot something else, I'm not sure like if the pricing would be the same as lingerie, but yeah. definitely for lingerie, you could definitely find cheaper pieces. Gotcha. Yeah. I actually want to talk about people tend to wear club wear a lot, or at least I find that interesting. Maybe other people don't. So maybe we'll talk about that. We'll talk about retailers and various places to buy it later. So do you ever get offered lingerie in lieu of payment? You mentioned that only once has somebody provided you lingerie to wear. Did they give that to you in as payment or did they just give it to you or? Nope. They just gave it to me. It was for free. Yeah. They just gave mm-hmm. it to me. How do you feel about that? Would you accept a photo shoot from somebody that said that they would buy you X number of dollars worth of lingerie instead, provided you wear it during the photo shoot? Would that be an acceptable um, method or? Yes, it would be acceptable as long as. I like, I'm sorry, as long as I like the lingerie, of course, then I would definitely accept that. How would you, would you tell them, would you tell them like, here's my wish list, like pick, you know, (laughs) 300 or 200 or whatever off of this wish list and then we'll. Yes, actually, that'll be a great idea for me to do. I would probably give them a wish list or tell them, you know, what I typically wear, what I like to like to wear during the lingerie shoot and have them purchase it and we'll go from there. That makes sense. Oh, all right. If if photographers are stocking lingerie specifically, what sizes do you think they should stock? Do you think they should? Sounds like probably for models, extra small and small are probably the sizes they want to keep, unless they're working yes. with, yeah, unless they tend to work with other other body types. Yeah, definitely. I would definitely keep extra small and small. That's the sizes you mainly need, unless you yeah. tend to work with bigger models then go for the medium, large, extra large, but so, definitely have a lot hmm. of extra small and small in hand. So obviously for bottoms, medium and large go with larger and larger waist sizes, larger and larger hip sizes. On top is the small, when it's just like extra small or small, is it talking about rib cage size or is it talking about bust size or both? It's talking about bust size. Interesting. So like a mm-hmm. so like a medium on top is like a C cup? Yeah, about so, yeah. Mm. All right. Interesting. Good to know. Mm-hmm. All right. Where do you typically source your lingerie? I added a couple items in here, but I have no idea if that's where you actually buy them. Okay. I source mine. You actually have one of them. Sheen. I love Sheen. I order a lot of my lingerie <laughs> from Sheen. They are very affordable. So shop at Sheen. And also I shop at, there's a website called, I'm sorry, what is it called? I just had it, loungewear, loungewear.com. They're more on the expensive side, but I feel like it's worth it. They have very beautiful lingerie on their website. So I purchased from there as well. Have you looked at any of the other ones I had on here? I had Frederick's is obviously kind of the classic one that everybody thinks of when they think of lingerie. Mm -hmm. They used to think of, they used to think of, What's the one that's always in every mall? Why can I not think? Victoria's, Victoria's Secret. Secret? Yeah. yeah. I would shop from them, but like I said, they're more on the expensive side, so I don't even, you know. Well, I feel like a lot of their stuff is not terribly, their stuff seems to be oriented towards moms. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like moms trying to be sexy, running that. 
I mean, which is good for them. They need to be sexy too, but I, I, I think it's right. a different, it's a different audience. Yes. Yes. It's definitely different. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm looking at this out oh, bare necessities. So if you click lingerie from loungewear, it takes you to bare necessities. That's so, an adorable name for a lingerie place. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was looking up, I was looking up clubware and Yandy came up in terms of clubware. Do you have any clubware types type stuff? I feel like there's overlap between the laundry and the clubware. I don't have too much clubware. Yeah, no, I don't have too much clubware. Gotcha. It's mainly lingerie. Yeah, there we go. Danceware for shop all danceware. <laughs> huh. I find it fast. Yeah, like looking at this danceware stuff, like it looks like lingerie. Like it's a twinkly mm-hmm. dance bodysuit, a rhinestone yeah. cutout dance top. Maybe different materials though than laundry, like a bodysuit, like you said, would more likely be mesh or lace, and this one is solid. Right, right. But still, it looks like it's basically bikinis and lingerie in different materials. Yeah, for sure. Some of that stuff goes hand in hand. It looks like lingerie, so you know that's why a lot of models purchase it. I feel like when I went to clubs when I was a kid, this was not what people were wearing. (laughs) Maybe I just went to the wrong clubs. Huh. All right. Have you been seeing the Thistle Inspire everywhere on Instagram? <laughs> I have not. Okay. I have not. I, maybe apparently, maybe I'm just getting super targeted ads, but it seems <laughs> like every third I, Instagram post is Thistle Inspire. So, hmm. all right. Well, if you haven't, if you haven't tried it or you haven't seen it, there's no sense in talking about it. So Sheen, Sheen is turned into a regular phenomena. This is not the first time it's come up on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you know how they do you know how they work? I do not know how oh, they okay. work. Okay. I, I recently read an article yeah. about how they work. What they do is they create very small. So typically, so for like a normal retailer, like Victoria's Secret, they will come up with a design. The the design process may take months, it may take longer. They then make millions of that design and they ship it out to all of their retail stores. And every for every Victoria's Secret across the country has the same clothes. Uh, Sheen apparently does it way differently. Instead of manufacturing millions of each piece, they manufacture hundreds of each piece. So to keep the factory busy and, and to keep their 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 website stocked, rather than having a million, they've only got a hundred or two hundred, but they have ten times as many items. And when it sells out, it's gone. And then they you know make a different one. Although. And apparently the the CEO's goal, his stated goal is that he wants to eventually make, he wants to eventually get to the point where you can manufacture them on demand to the exact spec where the website, like everything on the website, there's nothing in inventory, nothing made. You would have every possible pattern on the website. And when a person selected it and bought it, it would be manufactured right there. Oh, wow. I didn't so, even that. <laughs> well, that's, that's a big part of why they have so many different options compared to many yeah. other clothing retailers who only have, you know, maybe five shirts and six bralettes and four right. sets of panties right. and they've got hundreds. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I'm looking at this like plain and simple thong for $2. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Their prices, you cannot beat. You cannot beat Sheen's prices at all. Uh, how long do they hang out? How long do they stand up? Do you are you able to wear them for more than one more than one shoot? Or is it basically yeah. one one you buy it once and you use it once? So typically my lingerie that I purchased from Sheen, I can wear them I can wear my lingerie multiple times and it's still good. Hmm. Yeah. So they hold up pretty well. That's really interesting. I wonder how they can do it so cheap then. 
because my assumption was that the quality would be so poor. No, the quality the quality of the lingerie is actually great. I love the quality. That's why I keep going back and purchasing more and more. All right. Is there any any favorite pieces you've gotten from Sheen uh, that obviously probably other people can't get? Because like I said, they typically don't remanufacture stuff. But like, is the the lace stuff the separates? Like the bodysuits from them are all worth buying. Is it all worth buying? Yeah, I think all of it's worth buying. Typically, I love the bodysuits, so I would purchase, of course, I would purchase more bodysuits than two pieces, but everything's worth buying. Jeez, this is five-pack. It's got an underwire bra, a garter belt, the panties, and then two... Okay, hold on. It's got... What are those called? What are they? What is it called when it's... It's not a stocking, but it's around your leg. Is that the garter belt? I thought the belt, I yeah, thought I think, the garter was around. It's around the thigh area. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is called a garter belt, if not if I'm not mistaken. I thought the garter belt was what attached to the stockings, but yeah. See, I, my vocabulary, I don't have it. Yeah, I'm not even sure what that's that's called. I know what you're talking <laughs> about for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, are there so we talked about Sheen. The other one was bare necessities, which is what loungewear. Mm-hmm. Dot com. Oh, they're having a semi-annual sale right now. Interesting. They seem to have, they, they seem to do a little more of the cutout. They've got some cutout options right on their front page. But and like you said, is, those are terribly. What website is that? Is that bare necessities? Yeah. It, when I went to oh, loungewear.com okay. and then I mm-hmm. selected lingerie, it redirected me here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. So that's interesting that they have a number because Sheen doesn't have any of the cutout stuff, it appears, which makes sense. They're not a lingerie specialty. Mm-hmm. That is... And like you said, that's not terribly popular. All right. Any other good places to find interesting clothes that look cool for photographs? I mean, we talked a little bit about dancewear. Are there other types of clothing that typically look good? No, I think we talked about all of them. Dancewear, lingerie, of course, the different types of lingerie. That's pretty it. Anything else on your mind about modeling or anything else that you'd like to talk about in terms of modeling or photographers? I mean, I guess I can ask, I do have a question for for photographers, like what makes you want to work with a model? Hmm. What features does a model have that would want you to work with them? You know, that is an interesting question because you go through something like Model Mayhem or you go through Instagram or although finding models on Instagram can be tough since it's not designed for it but yeah that's just as a photographer there's lots of sometimes i guess in a in a place if you live somewhere like culpepper i don't know how familiar you are with the dc area but culpepper is about two hours outside of it it's a pretty small town there's about thirty thousand people there's like 10 models that live in culpepper so if you want to be a photographer and you want to work with models that are local you're going to eventually work with all of them But yeah, somewhere in DC, somewhere in like New York, where you've got literally just dozens to hundreds of models show up in your searches. That is interesting. I think I think a big part of it for photographers is their own attraction. I think generally speaking, photographers choose models that they're attracted to. And I don't I, well, we didn't actually talk about this specifically, but my current my current belief is that somewhere around 50% of photographers are just in it to try and either hook up with models or 
just hang around beautiful naked women. I don't know. I don't know how you think about that. Would you agree with 50% or do you think it's less or more? Yeah, no, I agree with that. And that definitely makes sense. Yeah. So in, in that case, they're definitely just picking models that they're attracted to. The other side of it is also the boundaries thing. If you have something that is more like if you want to do content, then you definitely need to work with a model who does that type of content. Right. And then finally, I think really like the portfolio is really important in the sense that you have to have a varied portfolio. There are, there are of course, photographers that like to prey on new models they mm-hmm. go looking for a model that has a very amateur portfolio and may only have shots from like one shoot in there. And they see that and they're like, oh yeah, she's never done this before. Right. Or she's barely into this. Like I can, and that's the type of dude that's all like, well, this is what you have to do. Every model does this, that bullshit. Mm-hmm. But then the other, other photographers, I guess it depends on, I guess it depends strongly on whether the photographer has a really strong pre image of what they want. And in that case, it's it's basically whichever model most closely matches their pre-image. In the case of someone like me, where I can't pre-image very well, I can't visualize, it's probably a combination of models that I find attractive in general, models where the boundaries work out, and models that have similar, frequently similar images in their portfolio. Because then I'm like, oh, wait, they've done this before. They can definitely do this. Right. Um, so, and I think a big part of it is most models give off a impression of what type of work they, maybe not what type of work they do, but what, I don't know. Everybody does this. Well, I shouldn't say everybody because there probably aren't people, but a lot of people do, you know, typically you see a person and you, unfortunately for better or worse, prejudge them in some ways. So, and that's what the model's portfolio does is like looking over your portfolio. I see a lot of lingerie. So I would feel very comfortable asking you for a lingerie shoot. I'd be like, yep, she does a lot of this. Weirdly enough, I don't actually see very much fashion in here. Maybe, although this is probably because this is under your new name. Mm -hmm. So it's not your old. Right. And I, I shoot fashion just not as often as I shoot lingerie. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know that looking at your portfolio, for example, or looking at your IG, mm-hmm. I don't know that I would ask you about a nude or erotic shoot. Yeah, I don't post too much. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, and you can't because like... Instagram blocks that and will right. try to kick yeah, you exactly. off. So I totally get yeah. why you're I mean, not unless you that. like, unless you like blur out, you know, the photos. Yeah. Well, but even still, they still kick people off. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So, yeah. So my, what I... What I'm personally looking for is because I'm trying to do nostalgic themed shoots. I'm, I'm, you know, middle-aged and I'm trying to reach back into my twenties to, to that kind of crap. Like that's what I'm looking for is I'm looking for people that I think would fit into that. So that being said, I am also working on learning and being better at chiaroscuro, chiaros, chiaro, whatever. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. And for that, you need, you want models that are more sculpted. Because that looks better with strong light. Right. So, and well, actually, when we when we go over some of the pictures we took at the end, oh. that that last half hour, there's some really interesting pictures of your back because oh, of the way that your muscles. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's obviously obviously I can't answer for everybody, but there's a bunch of different bunch of different things there. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like we are just about done. Is there? Do you, Octavia? Where can everyone find you online? 
So you can find me online on Instagram, which is Octavia Dior. And yeah, that's my main platform that I'm, that I'm mainly on. So, so, I'm sorry, social, social media wise. So definitely Instagram. Gotcha. And you typically check that and respond to uh, queries on there? Yes. All right. See that you have a book, you have a link tree with a book of shoot. It takes you to Stace Bernard's page. Yep. And with that, we are done. Check us out. Check out part two in just two weeks. You can find us at the NSFWphotographypodcast.com on Twitter as at NSFW Photography, Instagram at the NSFW Photography Podcast. I just stood up a Mastodon instance at not nsfwphotography.social, which is open to models and photographers and producers, people that are in this, and subscribe at your favorite podcast app. 